0: And we're back,
1: baby. All we do is lose, lose, time, no matter what. Got who they on my mind. We can never win a game. Every time they stumble on the field, everybody everybody's goes, hopes go. Uh, I mean we tried. No yeah, we tried. I mean bro, fine. Well, man. And welcome back to well, FUCK YOU! We, we like the Bengals. And they stay there. And they stay there? I can, of course. <laughs> uh, I am your, I am your host, T Pain. No, I, I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Singer, across from me is T Pain. Oh no, I thought you were DJ Khaled. Why am I yelling?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Lloyd Kendall
1: Johnson. <clears throat> I am a vagina. As always, Lloyd Johnson. How's it yes. going, folks? Doing all right, dude. I was gonna. Say, <laughs> we were talking about we we're gonna lead in. Do you? Because that was from the Freaky Friday song. Yeah. That was for a while, and it still is my go-to karaoke song. I mean, it's it's a fun song. It's so much fun. I learned it like when I worked at um, Uncle Woody's. That's like I learned it like right when it came out. And I can do it. I can do it without saying the N word. I thought about like going like to like a karaoke night and be like, all right, I'm gonna put twenty bucks on the DJ's table. If I say the N word even once, he keeps it. <laughs>
0: I think uh, maybe that's just not a fun thing to play games with, so just yeah, just don't say it and let it be that you shouldn't say it. That's why you don't say it. Yep.
1: It's like, can I, re- can I really say the N-word? And be like, look at my hands and go, nah, nope. Nah. And I go, what up, my bleep? What up, my bleep? <coughs> that's what I usually say. It's kind of like, I'm that oh, And then go into the chorus.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one for any... any person to
1: just yeah just don't say it just don't say it yeah i mean it's always it's a fun shtick that because that is a really fun song oh yeah it is for sure i mean little dicky's fun chris brown very talented controversial as he may be he's uh great at singing dancing and punching yeah (laughs) he's a triple threat literally yeah if you want but if you wanted to bet on like how many times I would say the N-word or how many white, how, how many women Chris Brown would punch? Where would you go? He's going to punch more. Yeah, he's going to punch more. Because you like, don't want to get punched. You don't. But like, where would you go if... I was going to bet on it? Yeah, if you were going to bet on how many women Chris Brown would punch in a night. Oh, I'd go to betonline.ag for sure. It's just betonline. Oh. Yes. The wait is finally over. Uh, a, a triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. But I'm. Tss. You might now be at a game this year. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching prop. Props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 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 Speaking of experts, we're kind of wedding experts, aren't we? Apparently. Yeah. You uh, you officiated one this past weekend. <clears throat> I DJed one this past weekend. Yeah, there's weddings everywhere, man. Well, so. Say what you can say about yours. Like tell like all the story about how I just uh,
0: some friend of mine's parents were getting married, and uh, I ended up officiating the wedding because they kept it real small and quiet from everybody. So I'm not yeah. sure how much is supposed to be said about what, but yeah, but you did that, yeah, sure did. It was uh, it was fun. It was nice, little, small. Have you done one before? Well, I've done like a dozen of them.
1: Really? Yeah, I married Thomas to his. Oh, Thomas Claggett. Mm-hmm. He's a cool dude. But, um, so what's it like? Just like talk about like the past ones you've done. Just like. Oh, I'm. Are you ordained by the the state? So, how does that ordain process work? Um, you can do it online. Not bet Uh, online.
0: No, well. Maybe you can bet on the marriages.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is this one gonna last? You didn't bet on Thomas's, did you? No. Yeah. So, is it like a. How much? Because I've heard it's not super expensive to do that.
0: No, no, no. I, uh, I am ordained through a handful of different organizations. What made you want to do that? Uh, some friends of mine wanted to get married, and they didn't want to do anything with the church. And then when they started looking up people just, like, on Craigslist or whatever to do it, they were like, this really? isn't great. And a lot of people were charging, like, a weird amount of money. Really? And I was, I was talking to him, and I was like, I'll just do it. And he was like, how? And I was like, oh, I'll just get ordained online. He's like, that works? I was like, yeah. I'm going to sign your marriage certificate and all that stuff. No shit. So, uh, I got originally ordained through, uh, Open Ministries. Okay. Because their stuff was cheaper than, like, like the Unitarian Church and all that stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, for a different wedding, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, I am a, uh, an ordained minister in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster.
1: <laughs> Is that real?
0: Yes. Oh my god, I love that. Um, so I've done a wedding with where the couple got married with colanders on their heads. <laughs> I mean, there was only like five people there, but it was fun. Okay. Um, I am ordained in the Church of Dudism. <laughs> it's like from the Big Lebowski. <clears throat> um, so I did one where most people were wearing robes and drinking white Russians. That fucking rules. Um, And then I've just done a bunch of regular ones where people were like, yeah, we're not trying to pay somebody $600 to. Weddings are expensive, man. Yeah, like. I've never charged anyone, but usually people like give me,
1: you know, a little whatever. I'm going to be honest, because I DJ weddings. A lot of the prices for like booking things for weddings, it's kind of a scam.
0: No, it's all a scam. It's, yeah, they literally took like funeral service stuff and built off of how they were doing that. Yeah, dude, this is super important. So you, you, you need to pay
1: top dollar.
0: Yeah, like, I'm not on that. I can like I've done some like perfectly dead straight over the plate, like where people are like, wow, you must do this all the time. Nope. I wrote out, you know, I'll, I'll take one of the things and go over it with the couple. Like, hey, what kind of stuff do you want me to say here and there? And uh, one of the one of the couples that married they, they did get married in the church and his wife is religious, so she wanted all the God and Jesus stuff in there. And he was like, okay. He was like, "And ah. the
1: dude." Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back and the no, dude no, no. stuff.
0: This was just, uh... This wasn't, uh, the... Dudeism. This was just a normal... I know. I'm I'm messing around. But, uh... And he was like, oh, do you have a problem saying, like, all the God stuff? And I was like, dude, I have no problem lying in church. <laughs> I, I'll do it in a heartbeat. I don't care about... Like, yeah, Jesus, bless you guys. All kinds of stuff. It's fine. I mean, I don't <laughs> have to believe it to say it.
1: Yeah. I mean, did you get paid for that one? Yeah. I mean, you're getting paid. I mean, I'll... Yeah, I've been paid to say some weird shit. And again, Case in point, my stand-up act.
0: <laughs> I've never, like, charged somebody, but they I think they gave me, like, a hundred bucks or something. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm down. I've married a couple of my friends in their kitchen. Yeah, my... Uh... I married Lily's mom to her new husband. Wow. At their house. All right. That had to have been interesting. They just needed an officiant to sign the stuff, so he had one of his buddies show up to be a witness, and I works for me yep.
1: Cause, yeah yeah because it's all like it's way too exp. it's way more expensive than it needs to be because like the average price for a wedding DJ because that's what I do sometimes it's like 500 700 bucks No, nah, I got an iPod shuffle. we're good yeah my uh, one of my best friends Alex um, <clears throat> Alex Stewart shout out he got married um a couple of, to like two and a half years ago and his was just like an iPod. Yeah. Like when I, the average price, like I'm <coughs> marrying a couple of my friends, Michaela Wilcher and Matthew Harris. Shout out. Love those guys. Um, I'm, I'm not marrying them. I'm, I'm DJing their wedding year. It's like 500 bucks. But a, de- a wedding DJ plays for like two, three hours. Yeah. Like when I DJ at like Milano's, I make a third seven of cookies. that. cookies. The what?
0: You make seven Milano cookies.
1: And I make, I make um, a, a third of that and one Milano's pizza. They give me a free pizza every night.
0: Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just, I've never been a <clears throat> fan of people crazy
1: overpaying for stuff, so. Yeah, people want, like, because a lot of people want, like, that perfect day. They're, like, they want to pay top dollar. They want to get, like, um, they want to get, like, the best people. And it's understandable because it's, like, For the most part, statistically, this isn't the case, but, like, a lot of times, it's a lifelong decision. This is the one wedding you're ever going to get, so you want this day to be fucking perfect. Right.
0: So the people that asked me if I could do it just straight up with, like, the normal whatever, she was like, you're better than all of the people that we, like, because I, like, went through it with, like, two or three different others. Yeah. And then he was like, how about, let's just see if he can, like, he kind of talked her into it. And after I did the read through with them, she's like, "This was better than most of the other ones. It was shorter, but it was nice. It was." I was like, "Yeah, it's not hard. Like, it's not a difficult thing to do. You it's just, just reading. Yeah, you just read the thing and and you know, care
1: and you care about the people and you just tell you just say what know, they need to yeah, say.
0: Know the people's names and when to."
1: Yeah, like DJing, like so. I'll tell this story. Uh, last weekend, um, literally a week from. A week ago today when this podcast comes out on Thursday, I got a text from an old friend of mine saying that there's a couple whose wedding DJ caught COVID and they needed a wedding DJ like fucking right like that. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I need to pay rent. And I'm like, "Um, I need to pay rent really bad. So I talked to them. And Lily, that's the the night before we're just like going through their play, going through my playlist, saying like, "Hey, what do you want to hear at your wedding?" And I went through like it was hard at first. Once I got to like my sing along songs, piece of cake. Yeah, but we just went over that. He talked about the the artists he wanted, and it w- it went perfectly because it was um, the wedding was in Pendleton County, Kentucky. Which, if you don't know, is about 10 minutes east of Buttfuck, Kentucky. Gross. Yeah. So I was driving there, and the roads stopped having paint on them.
0: Yeah. Probably stopped having signs, too, because, you know, you're not exactly where... Oh, yeah, there were signs. ...readers.
1: There were signs. I started... I came up with Uh, this um, bit. I'm like, how many Trump signs, or how many Trump flags can mm. I find on my drive here? I found four Trump signs, which I say two signs equals one flag. Appropriate? Yeah. Uh, I counted two Trump flags, based on that math. I also saw, like, three, like, back to blue kind of things. I just picture you getting there like, this is DJ Pandemic
0: coming up next. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I should be a DJ. I can do the DJ voice really well.
1: Yeah, you got or, that, uh, the, what was that dude, um... He was in Cleveland like 10 years ago. He was that homeless dude that had the golden voice. Ted Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had like the oldies, Magic 98.9. Well, I just got the the strip club DJ thing. Throw money at her. Coming up next to the stage is Cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next to the stage, (coughs) Apple Toast. That just sounds like a Tuesday stripper. Yeah, she's got a C-section score. (laughs) (laughs) And two bullet wounds. Coming up next to the stage, she's working her way through
0: medical medical school, so throw her the tips. It's Dr. Bunny.
1: <laughs> That's her alias. Her real name is Mackenzie. Uh. Oh boy. I just had to think of a white girl name for that one. So anyway, I got there. It is in a barn. I'm little, my equipment. I mean, it was first of all, I want to say Ben and Courtney were super, super nice people. I loved them. They were awesome. They they loved having me. They loved the night in general. And I got there and the wife is in like a button-down plaid shirt and yoga pants like an hour before the ceremony. I'm like, is she really going to get married in like a country girl, like Friday night, PJ night kind of thing? I honestly thought that and thankfully she didn't. She like put on a dress and... I would have not thought anything of it. Where would you want. I don't give a shit. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it
0: took me aback for a little bit, because I've never,
1: it was the only other one I've, I've seen was Alicia, and she was in, like, she was fucking beautiful. She was in a dress and all that shit.
0: Like I said, I've done weddings where people were in robes and flip-flops, so. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's very shticky, don't you think? Oh, yeah. It's a fun shtick. Well, it's the, the,
0: they went, their first date was going to see Big Lebowski at, like, one of those. Uh, Got it. One of those little theaters where they replay old. All like, oh, no, the
1: Danbury theaters? I,
0: I don't... Whatever. Oh, the, they,
1: they weren't from Scentsy. They live Okay. Because the Danbury theaters are like, these movies came out three months ago. You're going to pay $4 to watch a movie.
0: No, this is like one of those theaters you go to and they play like two or three... They play like two movies back-to-back and it'll be like Big Lebowski and Spaceballs or something. Like movies that oh, came that's out a long time fun. ago
1: just, that are just fun movies to... Yeah. It's kind of like a giant Netflix night where you can just sit down and get... Popcorn because a movie theater isn't one experience, but yeah, so
0: that's the that's where their first date was going.
1: That's awesome. It's just like a cheap kind of thing, and
0: yeah, they just and they're both very silly human beings. I love that. So yeah, it was fun.
1: But when I started playing, I started playing like when they were eating, I started playing classical music, and we get to the DJ part. I was just just had a good time, and they were all dancing. There were there were times where it's like I was playing like. I forget what song, but they were like dance songs. There was like one person on the dance floor who kind of gave a shit. But I'm like, do these people hate me? Everyone was, no, everyone was super nice. and That's what, what he's not telling me right before. He was like,
0: ladies, just remember this is DJ Dry Dick. If you want to change that, come catch me at the booth.
1: <laughs> nah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird, man.
0: I don't know why, but the thought of you being like that aggressive <laughs> amuses me to no end like sexually aggressive yeah just being like it's dj dj
1: dry dick up here come on ladies one of you can come fix this for me can't you i'll be behind the booth for the next three hours i would say the the closest thing i would say and a lot of people said a lot of bartenders have said this like um at the end of the night it's like if you don't work here or fuck someone that does please leave the building if you want to stay ladies
0: i'm not that creepy I know. That's why it's funny to picture you doing that. (laughs) If you were that creepy, it would just be really sad for me to. (laughs) Man, I just couldn't picture me being like. I can't either. That's that's the fun part of this. It's the fun part. It's the fun part of this bit is you being. I'm a doofy boy. Well, you're you're just nice. You're a sweet person. (laughs) So just you being like hyper creepy amuses the shit out of me. Just like that thought of like,
1: hey ladies. Come here, I got something for ya. But yeah, that's our, that's our, kind of our things. Um, actually to finish up the wedding story, it went well. I got paid a decent amount of money. But, uh, speaking of people who get paid a decent amount of money to do kind of a good job. What the fuck happened last week? A fucking tie! 23-23. Like, <clears> then <throat> it's like the third tie with the Eagles ever. Uh, I want to say it's the second because the last tie that the Eagles had with the Bengals was where Donovan McNabb was like, "Yeah, I don't, I didn't know that a tie was a thing."
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember when he said that. I was like, "Um, hey, aren't you on a team that's losing faith in your abilities of football? <laughs> and isn't this the thing you've been doing for I don't know your whole life? Yeah, you, you didn't know this
1: could happen. <laughs> yeah." I don't know if that's they hard. were very they're very rare
0: yeah but yeah, Except for,
1: for us yeah it was 23 to 23 it it the game had its ups the games had its downs uh one thing I do want to bring up probably the most notable um one of the most notable things was our ninth overall pick from three years ago John Ross was a healthy scratch yeah the coach was like yeah we're gonna put T Higgins in you got green Boyd. The guy that we thought would do great but did had one reception for a yard, Drew Sample.
0: Well, I mean, but <clears throat> I actually would say Sample was a, a, a big a big win for that game. Like, he looked good blocking on the edge. Yeah. Except for when they lined him up. <clears throat> so, the, there's one formation the Bengals do that I think at this point every defense goes, oh, okay. And they'll line the tight end up on the left side as if he's going to go on a route. And, and they will reverse him. And then they'll have him supposed to be the person closing off the edge. Yeah. And I don't know that
1: a first-year guy... Technically like, a second year.
0: Well, you know... Uh, uh, it's his
1: first full season because Uzama's hurt. Now Sample's like, oh, shit, I'm the starting tight end now. So I, I don't know that he's the guy you want picking up edge
0: rushers with no one in the backfield to help him out.
1: Yeah, because you got, like... Uh, Say week one. Say if you have Drew Sample going up against Joey Bosa or Melvin Ingram. Week two, Drew Sample against Miles Garrett. He's toast.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so I think I think he did well. He did. There's like a lot of plays where he really did like blocking wise. He did great. Yeah, I think that's why he didn't show up as much in the passing game. But
1: because Burrow was spreading the ball, he had like. Um Uh, i got the stats up here. 31 of 44 for 312 yards, two TDs, both of which to T. Higgins. Who looked great. He looked fantastic. Burrow and T. Higgins looked great. I think now's the time that T. Higgins has overtaken John Ross on the depth chart.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I I think that was bound to happen. I I want him to – I'd like to see him (sighs) – I'd like to see see him move Ross into, like, that uh, the spot that Geo fills every once in a while. That uh, check down on those... Uh, when they do the bubble screens without the rollout. Yeah. Where sometimes they'll have Geo there. <coughs> and it's more of his speed that you need in that situation than... Just, like,
1: Burrow drops back and then, like, immediately throws it, like, to the right to Geo? Well, like, if his... When it's supposed to be a quick pass, when the when
0: the guy's on the straight line, when they're covered, you have that outlet on the side, and usually it's Geo. Yeah, so I think John Ross would be great for things like that. It's a uh-huh. short, quick, easy pass. He's gonna catch it, and then you can
1: let him speed run up. I could see John Ross being like kind of a Cordero Patterson kind of guy.
0: Yeah, the same kind of uh, Terrence Copper kind of. Yeah. Like when they the Saints used him like that, I think a little a little bit. Maybe Devin Hester. That's a stretch, but <clears throat> uh, Joshua Cribbs. Oh yeah, how the Browns used him in that like little bubble uh, package they did.
1: Jacoby Jones sometimes.
0: I just worry that Ross is a little too small to pick up blocks. Oh,
1: he's tiny. So yeah. I get
0: I get why Gio's more the guy they go to with that. But I think if they use that every once in a while, you might see him excel. But
1: because I do see, because a lot of the receivers on the Bengals like aren't. I was thinking about this a little bit ago. Like, a lot of the receivers on the Bengals aren't, like, fast guys. Like, not like – they're they're fast, but they're not speed guys. Ross is a speed guy. He's a guy – if you get a mismatch – Yeah, I, I think
0: Taylor just hasn't figured out how to use him yet.
1: Yeah. And it sucks because Ross, like – and I, I mentioned this on um, why your team sucks, which I'll get to that in a little bit because I had four entries make it this year. Um, I I I still had hope for John Ross.
0: I I wouldn't count him out just yet.
1: He, I'm not counting him
0: out. I think he's just one of those. Um, one I don't know why, but usually he plays. Usually he plays on the bunch side, and they had him lined up on the opposite side a handful of times. Which yeah, I didn't, which uh, kind of means was. like
1: he's not your slot guy, but he's your two. Right. So I'm not sure what
0: what they were doing with that. I don't know if it was because they had Tate in, and Tate usually plays a
1: very specific role. Yeah, he's like a. Sec- I feel like Tate's like a secondary slot guy. He he's a secondary slot guy, but he's also like a second guy. All
0: well, right, whenever they do like those like three receiver bunches on one side. Yeah, you got like Green, Ross, and Tate. Yeah, well, it's, uh, usually it would be Ross on that side, but they were playing him on the other side and had T over there. I think so T not-
1: would be better in the other role.
0: I think yeah, I think T as your as your Y as your straight shot guy on
1: the opposite side is might be a better fit. Because, like I said, Zach Taylor probably <clears throat> sees Sean Ross as the guy. It's like, he's your deep threat. So, like, he, you can put him on the other side and zip him down the field and hope Burrow can hit him in stride. And, uh, yeah, I think I think it's all just
0: growing pains. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: Burrow looked good again. He's got a f- lot of praise from a lot of the pundit people. Yeah. I mean, he, the first game he kind of stunk it up a little bit. <clears throat> but second and third games he's re- really, really stepped up. And he's been like kind of the shining, shining star on the, on the team that really has the uh, shining not star f- behind the fucking bowl of shit that's been the offensive line. Yeah, for real. Again, Bobby Hart problem, dude. I how's he still on the field? We we're gonna. I feel like this is gonna be a running theme this year. Like
0: eight sacks given up. Dude, he's on pace to get sacked more than anyone in. A, uh yeah,
1: because single the, season the all ta- the all time leader I think uh David Carr in his rookie year. Yeah, and, uh, or it might have been Deshaun Watson. I think the Eagles had like eight, or I want to say they had like eight sacks. Yeah, it either eight or nine. Uh, let's see. I think nine coming, coming into the game. Let's see what Google says. Most sacked QB in a season: David Carr, uh, seventy-six times in two thousand two. That is an average of four or five a game. Yeah, that's on. That's not. I mean, because granted, the Texans that year, in 2002, expansion team. They're brand fucking new, and you got a rookie quarterback coming in out of Fresno State. So it's understandable. I mean, not to the degree that David Carr did, but, like, do you think Burrow reaches that? I hope not. I, I, I would love
0: to see them. At this point, can the practice squad guy be worse
1: than Hart? Bobby Hart. I don't. I don't know what it is. Apparent it's like this is so obvious to the Bengals fan base because, like I said, we've talked at length about how Bengals fans fucking suck. Y'all are great.
0: Our fans are good.
1: Our fans are great. We Except appreciate you guys. That, I was
0: asking if I was okay? I'm always
1: okay. Uh, who was that? Uh, I'll give him a shouty. I'll give him a shouty. I'm
0: going to assume he meant from coughing and stuff, which I. I'm a smoker, and I had really bad allergies, so sometimes I cough a lot.
1: Tommy Two Thumbs on Twitter, at TSB Kellogg. He just asked, is Lloyd okay? He said, uh, just remind him, lungs are for weed, not rum and coke. Oh, you don't know my life, son.
0: (laughs) Sometimes you want that rum in there quicker.
1: Yeah, sometimes. I mean, when I do this, I just drink all of Lloyd's water that he has in the fucking pure filter. That's right. I mean, I'll gladly take it. I've tried to cut off soda for a while.
0: I gotta remember to start buying more bubbly waters for you. Oh yeah, that's right. Always had them before, but I keep forgetting now.
1: It's all good. I uh, think there's a couple beers in there. What else happened? Um Mixon didn't have a touchdown. No, and I think
0: uh <clears throat> I think that's again, Taylor just being conservative of I think they're looking at Mixon so hard when we're in the red zone that
1: Yeah. Cause there'll be times where like they're on the one yard line. Mixon's not march on. He's not gonna Marsh on his way into the end zone. He's gonna dance his way into the end zone.
0: Unless, you know, the offensive line collapses and everybody's on top of him four yards behind the fucking line.
1: Yeah, because what, what Mixon does sometimes is like he'll run up the middle and he'll be like, oh shit, there's a wall. I'm gonna bounce outside, and he'll end up I saw this a couple times where he get he tried to tries to go to the one, but then just get ends up getting tackled on the five is like second and goal at the 5 instead of second and goal at the 1 or maybe even 6.
0: And I mean he's still considered he's still one of the backs with the highest yards after contact. Oh yeah. But you can't. That's not how it works in the red zone. Everybody's packed in tight like.
1: Yeah. There's not that. Everyone's room to- like no one's like you don't have like your typical three wide receiver set on the outside. You don't have your one on the other side. You got like nine guys on the line. Burrow's under center, fondling the center's taint, and then Mixon's the salone setback.
0: Yeah. And it, uh, every time they line up, they're like, okay, well, that guy. <laughs> and, I mean, that's honestly what opened up, like, that T. Higgins touchdown was the linebackers all bit and ran in. And assumed they were going to Mixon. None of them stayed in coverage on that play. If you and watch, it just, like, it's, it's really open. It's like, a-
1: Tyler Lockett had a touchdown like that on Sunday where it was just, like, wide open. Russell Wilson just dimed it to Tyler, which shout out Tyler Lockett won me some money this week I mean it wasn't much, I won $11 on, or no I won $16 on like almost $10 in entries (laughs) it's not, Uh, you know, money's money it is money Uh, we'll go over a couple more things, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode, uh, especially considering all the burns we have Um, we got a few, Um, defense Geno still hurt, and it sucks uh, it said he had a positive report this week. That's good. I mean, if games even happen this week, because the Steelers Titans game got postponed. Did you see that? I did not. Titans had a COVID outbreak. Oh, ah. yep. I think like a few players and a bunch of staff members tested positive for COVID. And you, I'm not surprised at it. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it took this long. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I I was worried that that was going to be
0: all of week one and two, and then everybody was going to like, okay, we're just not doing this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Then we're going to have to do, go back to doing, like, monthly. I mean, the the monthly episodes are fun. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The Bengals injury reports. Du-du-du. Logan Wilson and Mackenzie Alexander both missed practice on Wednesday with their respective injuries. Logan Wilson had a concussion. Mackenzie Alexander ribs and hamstring. Uh yeah, Gino was listed as limited on Wednesday. I I think if he's limited tomorrow uh Thursday when this comes out, I feel like they might wait another week. Yeah,
0: I think uh <clears throat> well, I don't know though. I mean, the the Jags offensive line has been a little porous, so maybe yeah, maybe the idea would be get him in on a team where he's going to have some big impact and be able to feel
1: He'll have a bi- big impact anywhere he is.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, let him, you know, don't throw him
1: in against the Ravens. That the Ravens O-line, which is filthy. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make room for Lamar Jackson pretty much anywhere.
0: So maybe they would maybe they would actually push it this week a little bit. Just throw man him in against
1: a... Gardner Minshew. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, tackle Mississippi Queen all he can.
1: Mississippi, is that your nickname for Gardner Minshew? Mm-hmm. God, I I mean, I know we're roasting the Jags this week. To me, Gardner Minshew is the most fun player in the NFL right now.
0: No, he is, but he's hes also, like, he seems like a very fun person that I don't ever want to hang out
1: with. It's kind of like, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Before um, we get to that, we'll do some reads. I was going to talk about this. Um, so I've talked about why your team sucks a little bit, yep. Drew McGurry's thing. I had four entries make it this year for teams. Um, I will get to my fourth entry in the Burns. Um, one entry was from the Bengals. It was uh, it was basically me roasting the Bengals. I said I I am still to this day holding out hope that John Ross can be an explosive wide receiver. Fuck me with the Chase County. Yeah, he cut out so much of my. Of my answer because it, it was basically a Wire Team Socks article. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Chargers. I, I had the joke where I said Justin Herbert looks like the human personification of the phrase "Do you know who my dad is?" Yeah. I had that one in there, uh, and probably my favorite one. My favorite joke I wrote last year was for Jalen Ramsey, place of the Rams. I said that he's a shutdown corner, but a super crazy person. He's like if Reeve Island was ran by Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I like it. And not only that, but someone in the comments section uh, complimented that joke. Uh, and it was one of the most um, plus one comments uh, that there was in that article. They said, Bravo, Alex. Bravo. And I was like, Yeah, that's my submission. And I plugged the podcast and I plugged the fact that I'm going to like try like hell to get Drew McGarry on this podcast next year. Because he's a big Vikings fan. Yeah. That'd be a reach and a half. We're
0: having uh, with some like behind the scenes stuff at the zoo or something
1: the what so maybe
0: i can bribe him with some behind the scenes stuff at the zoo
1: oh yeah i mean assuming that like first of all assuming that we can even get in touch with him or the you know the world's on fire yeah or the world doesn't end or COVID doesn't take out i mean i wouldn't mind if COVID took out kirk cousins because he said if Uh, i die i die and we were all like we're hoping yeah but
0: no, I'm, you should just start submitting some of the ones of mine you like because I'll never actually take the effort to go on there and submit them. But
1: if you get if you get your notebook full, like remember to like send the ones to me that you like. Well, and... I was thinking the ones you like that I do. Yeah, obviously the ones we both like. But if you had to, I mean, if you had to bet on like which which <clears throat> ones your favorite ones were, where would you where would you like if you had to bet on like where like this is. I think that Alex is going to think that this burn was his favorite. Where would you go? I'd go to bet online. I'd go to bet online as well, don't you think? Yeah, because football is in full effect with, uh... The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect, with many teams studying their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. (laughs) Thanks, Rimshot Guy. I really appreciate you. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From player spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. At first. Yes. Lloyd, you're in the... Wait, Lloyd, are you in the bathroom? Yep. Are you shaving your balls? Yep. All right, so Lloyd says he's shaving his balls. I mean, we've all done that before. I've done it before. I, I did to. I tried to do it to him. I'm not even going to get to that,
0: but... <laughs> Thanks, room job
1: guy. DJ Dry Dick.
0: DJ Dry Dick in the house with the shaving
1: balls. In the his house. Uh, Hey, Lloyd, make sure I never say his house ever again. I I was actually thinking that before you said (laughs) it, so... Yes. Yeah, Lloyd, now that your balls are shaved, did you use Manscaped? Of course I did. Always, man. Because 2020... 3.0, baby. 3.0. 3.0, or 3.0. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control this season, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. So when's the last? I mean, dude, you you had to have shaved your balls. Just did. Yeah, just did. Just now. How do they feel?
0: Smooth as your smooth as your cheeks, baby.
1: My cheeks have hair on them. Other ones. Ooh. <laughs> Manscaped. Man, what was your so what was your quarantine manscaping routine? Um
0: <clears throat> stand in the mirror and uh scream I don't want your life like James Vanderbeek <laughs> and uh Varsity Blues. I uh, I'm not against that. And then take a shower and cry. And then eventually I'd look down and be like, You know what? I don't I don't need all this, I don't need all this fur
1: covering <laughs> up my fun bits. I gotta get Manscaped, man. Yeah, because the, mans- the ma- like the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, man, because it's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. I always take dark showers, that way I can't see my own tears. <laughs> you can't tell the difference between your tears and the shower water? Yeah, but you know, that light helps. It does. They also just released the Shears 2.0 Nail Kit, which is the perfect add-on to, the, to their Lawn Mower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded, rounded point scissors, fingle, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. Styling, profiling. Styling, profiling. You know DJ Dry Dick. Th- d- 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 dre- DJ Dry dick. <laughs>
0: His fingernails are freshly manicured.
1: Yep. Uh, on th- on their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This Young balls will- stink. They do, man. Get it together. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if you catch you sn- if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to Manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code Armchair, Armchair. at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab it's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front bush. Get it, get it. Lloyd? Do you wanna take down the fighting Trevor Lawrences?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> As much as uh, picking on people from Florida seems like kicking puppies,
1: let's do this anyway. Let's fucking do it, man. Because, like, we, we didn't even get to this earlier. They, if I'm not mistaken, just got rid of all their COVID loss.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they they're just like none of you people matter enough. <laughs> if you die, no one cares.
1: Or they're just trying to
0: rile up Trump country. Yeah, just you know, they were like, "Hey, Miami's only selling 600 pounds of coke a day right now. We got to step this back up."
1: Yep. It's. I mean, their numbers are. I mean, the numbers were already skyrocketing with COVID shit. So, Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, fucking look out because it's gonna be brutal. And we are going to start with Jackson DeVille, who, I hate to say this, one of my favorite mascots in the NFL.
0: I don't know. I always thought instead of Tony the Tiger, he looks like uh, Methadone the (laughs) Marsupialami. Oh,
1: man. Jackson DeVille, uh, he embarked in a skit where he jumped from a light on a harness and tackled a guy playing Tim Tebow. If he really wanted to hurt Tim Tebow, he should have pitched to him during a baseball game.
0: It's uh, Tim Tebow's favorite moment ever of having a very masculine creature just tackle him to the ground and he was I can't help it I have no I can't stop this from happening guys this is not my the choice. Lord Jesus
1: Christ is preventing me from doing this Some,
0: someone uh, someone is is making me do this it's not that I want to do it or do it every other Thursday night with Odell I mean what <laughs> this uh, the mascot he's actually kind of fun because uh he uh of course he is. He's in Florida. They just hire some messed up dude that stands outside the stadium. And then when that one dies, they just grab another one and drag him in and throw him in a fucking weird cat,
1: bear, dog, marsupial suit. <laughs> because he, uh, he, they were playing the Steelers, and I think we can give Jacksonville props to this because they were playing the Steelers. Yeah, fuck the Steelers. And he held up a sign that said, towels carry Ebola. He should have said, don't go in the bathroom with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love how he trolls other teams. But we're gonna get to some other people because their owner Shad Khan. This was my other wire team sucks submission. Go. What do you got? No, you go first. My wire team sucks submission that made it. He looks like Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, if he only started porn videos where he fucked couch cushions.
0: Well. I said, apparently if you mix Ron Jeremy and Saddam Hussein, you get an owner of several awful sports franchises. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, the Fulham FC, which is a very mediocre soccer team, yep, and the All Elite Wrestling Foundation. Oh, God. Those are all things he owns.
1: How many people in that wrestling do you think dress up like Shad Khan?
0: Um None of them, because... From what I've seen of their their stable of wrestlers, they all look like the Florida people that don't really like (laughs) people that look like him, if you know what I mean. People
1: that look like him. You know, people that look like if someone made a parody porn video starring Saddam Hussein. I like that we both went with Ron Jeremy and
0: Saddam Hussein. Yeah. But if you look at this guy, it really is. like He looks, depending on the picture, he's either one of them.
1: He's like, he looks like that picture... You remember when Saddam Hussein, like, first got caught by the troops? Yeah. It's like if he had just shaved his beard, but that's it? Yeah. Like, he still had the shitty mustache?
0: Yep. It it really is. It looks like... It looks like, like, prison sentence
1: Saddam. (laughs) And pre-prison
0: sentence Ron Jeremy, who's now in jail.
1: Yes, he is, for, like, being real weird. Are you surprised at that? Not even a little bit. A rich (laughs) kid who went into porn... Yeah. And like he was one of
0: the most entitled human beings. He ever. would like
1: finger people at like porn um conventions and shit. Or
0: at a restaurant in Los Angeles where he was asked to stop doing that by by staff members and he went, Ah, I'm Ron Jeremy. He's like, ah, he's Ron Jeremy. Uh, no, no, no. His real response was, Ah, I'm Ron Jeremy.
1: Oh, fuck him. The real thing
0: he said to someone who was like, Hey, uh, can you stop fingering people in the booth? <laughs> He's like, ah, come on, man, I'm Ron Jeremy. Dude, did you see his apartment? Oh, um, my God.
1: Dude was a hoarder.
0: Yeah, he was, but all of that shit was, so for every hoarder that hoards all of the most worthless shit in the world,
1: he hoarded shit that most of us would love to have. Like, his porn, his, like, when I say his porn collection, I mean his porn collection of him.
0: Also, he had, like, the masters of, like, some of the most famous porno movies, and just movies. Yeah. He had, like, actual, like, reels of movies that you're like, oh, that's a great movie. He probably had Deep Throat or some shit. Um, There's one that was fairly real. I think it's The Lincoln Lawyer or something. He has the master copy of that. Why? I don't fucking know, but he had it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the original... Masters of that movie. That's insane. He has all all kinds of shit. When they were just going through and like, once they started finding out what some of the shit was, he had a stack of baseball cards, they said, and I'm quoting, crammed in between his microwave and the cabinets above it, the the least valuable baseball card in there was like a $600 baseball card.
1: Some of those are like
0: ridiculous ridiculously expensive. Yeah, he just like they're in their little plastic whatever. He apparently got hammered, went to Vegas, went to like the Pawn Stars pawn shop, and bought thousands of dollars worth of baseball cards.
1: Yeah. Oh, so they weren't just like stacked up like like all in the like no, they were in cases.
0: They were in their little plastic things, and he just wedged them between the top of his microwave and the cabinets above it. Okay. And when someone was like, "Oh, I didn't know you know, you're a baseball fan," blah, blah blah, like one of the guys trying to talk to him, he's like, "I don't know what you're about." Like you have all these baseball cards and Yeah, I think I remember getting those. <laughs> Dude, there, there were,
1: there, and we'll get back to the Jags in a second. But like, there—I used to obsessively collect baseball cards when I was a kid, and there were cards. There was a card from 1909. Hannes Wagner was his name. It sold for like over two two million bucks. It's okay. retarded what these things are worth.
0: I'm not because uh, uh, <clears throat> No, I, I like the fact that he vaguely remembered going. Somewhere and spending upwards of ten grand on something. Yeah,
1: dude. He's just like, I'm Ron Jeremy, I can do whatever I want. Fucking no, you can't. Now you're in jail. Yeah. Alright. Moving on from Ron Jeremy to um Jaguars GM and fantasy golf expert Dave Caldwell. What do you got? He looks like uh
0: Brian Callan's life coach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was really fun. Um, and that's all I had. That's that's really fun. Uh, Dave Caldwell, um, he said that um, he kind of insisted that the Jags are not trying to tank. Yeah, he then went home, kissed his Trevor Lawrence poster on the cheek, and said, I didn't mean it.
0: I lied. That's not all I had. I forgot. I, I forgot uh, the other night when I first started, like, oh, I got to write everything. Um, I was watching. I was streaming something on my laptop, so I had it plugged into my TV in my room. Okay. And as, as I was going to bed, I thought of this and got actually, like, sat up to write it down. I said, David Caldwell looks like if you were to buy Billy Bob Thornton from a Thornton's Food Mart. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: great. Coaching. Doug Marone, what do you got? Doug Marone looks
0: like he has several complaints filed up against him. <clears throat> And all of them include the word
1: rage boner. <laughs> <coughs> no, I'm the coffer. Um, every picture of Doug Marone looks like he's currently watching Blake Bortles play.
0: Doug Marone looks like somebody's Uncle Doug that... never, mind, you know,
1: I have an Uncle Doug. I
0: didn't. He looks like everybody's Uncle Doug that promised like, hey... As long as you don't tell, <laughs> I'll take you to Kings Island. And somebody just wrote, like, well, we'll put
1: him in charge of a bunch of young athletes. It should be fine. I mean, it's like, hey, I'll give you a dog. This is your hush puppy. Yep, exactly. Come on, that was a good joke. It is. That's a good joke. Thank you. Quarterback. Gardner Minshew. The most fun player in the NFL, but we're, we're going to roast him here. What do you got? <laughs> I,
0: I tried to go... I wrote so many things for him and so many people have made comments about his mustache and his this and his that. So I was trying to go a different route. Go for it. <clears throat> I said Garner Minshew looks like he's auditioning for every role in the new series It's Always Sunny in Mississippi. <laughs> he seems like when he retires he's gonna write a book called How to Pick Up Chicks That Don't Wear Socks With Their Shoes. <laughs> <clears throat> And it's only going to be a picture book of different prescription pill bottles.
1: <laughs> that might be the Instagram. Oh boy, that's really funny. Thank you. I liked it a lot. Uh, Gardner Minshew, he's basically Johnny Manziel if he got in trouble for partying at Burning Man instead of Vegas.
0: <laughs> you are not wrong. That's uh, he. He looks. He looks like he owns. Like a store where they do like uh, <clears throat> where they do alterations on seventy suits for hipsters.
1: <laughs> like he looks like the guy at the front. Like
0: no, yeah, I work with a sewing machine. So what?
1: He looks like he owns stock in Sperry's. <laughs> That's what I just came up with on the spot. Again, shoes with no socks. Yeah, okay. yes, I think you're onto something. I'm onto something. Uh, Gardner Minshew allegedly smashed his hand with a hammer to keep his college eligibility. Coincidentally, smashing his hand with a hammer was how Blake Bortles used to warm up for games.
0: Uh, I like your, I like how like most of your Gardner Minshew burns are Blake Bortles burns.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> Blake I, and, Bortles blows, and I'm not
0: mad at you for it. Normally, I'd be like, "All right, man, come on," but no, yeah, keep going.
1: I got an actual Gardner Minshew burn. This offseason, Gardner Minshew uh, said that the COVID-19 <clears throat> virus saw him and turned the other way. Did you see this? Yeah, the virus did this after realizing it would have to hang out with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Realized it would have to live in Florida. Oh, yeah. Which it. is why the whole state's able to... Yeah, because the COVID-19 <clears throat> virus is like, no, I want to go to like, smarter people, like, say, Alabama.
0: Yeah. I mean, Gardner Minshew's originally from Mississippi.
1: Where did He went to college like Washington State, didn't he, or some shit? So he went to,
0: like, two community colleges, and then Carolina, and then Washington State. Something something weird. Yeah, some crazy. But he's originally from Mississippi. Yes. Which which I assure you that means he smells like moldy towels (laughs) and over chlorinated lawn pool. (laughs) Like that's uh, Mississippi's the worst state. Oh yeah, you can attest to this, can't you? I grew up in Alabama and you know how many jokes are aimed at Alabama? The most. All of them. You know why they're not aimed at Mississippi? Why? The same reason you don't make fun of the kids getting off a short bus. <laughs> <laughs> because it's fun. Well, it's just—it's not even fair. It's. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like if dog fighting was done w- with puppies. Yeah. You would just be like, "Oh, this is awful. This isn't even fun. This is just sad." That's Mississippi in a nutshell. Yes. I've been all over that sack of shit state and there's not one part that I would not... Like, I I take sleeping pills to try and go to sleep. Yep, that's what sleeping pills are for. They barely ever work. I always sleep like shit. If you burnt Mississippi to the
1: ground, I would sleep like a baby that night. (laughs) That's your sleeping pill. Like, screw California wildfires. Have a gender reveal party in Mississippi.
0: Well, there it's just...
1: What's my cousin baby gonna be? Like, uh, it's... No one, My no one can say son. the
0: words "gender" or "reveal" in Mississippi.
1: My gender reveal.
0: <clears throat> My dick or
1: pussy, baby, gonna be a blue <laughs> or pink. It's a dick, baby. Uh, and his backup. You had his backup. I forgot to put him on the slideshow. But what do you got?
0: Uh, Jake Luton.
1: J- Jake Luton looks like he pulled up to the stadium
0: on his ten speed to tell the- tell the all of the employees there the glories of the. Church of the Latter-day Saints. <laughs> <laughs> and just having to pick up a football and toss it to somebody. Like, oh, here, you dropped this. And they're like, hey. will be our quarterback?
1: <laughs> I remember what he looked like, so I was able to kind he, of deal with
0: that. I mean, most of his pictures, he's wearing a white shirt with a skinny black tie. Like, he looks like a Mormon missionary.
1: He looks like if Bryce Harper was actually a Mormon. I know you're <laughs> not a baseball guy, but. Yeah,
0: I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> no, he looks like, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Orgasmo. I have not. It's uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Oh,
1: I love that. He looks
0: like the way they picked they, all the Mormons they had in that movie.
1: Yes. Running back. It's not Leonard Fournette anymore. Who is it? Uh, James Robinson? James Robinson.
0: Uh, undrafted free agent, a starting running back. And I am 90% certain it has a lot to do with Florida having medical marijuana. If you look at all of his college pictures, he is very serious, wide-eyed, and angry-looking. All of his post-moving-to-Florida pictures, he has a gigantic smile, and you cannot see his eyeballs.
1: (laughs) Basically that. I said he looks like Trevor Noah if he had to host the Colbert (laughs) Report. The other
0: one I had was he kind of looks like Elmer Fudd after the gun blew up. (laughs) That's a hair reference, not a skin color reference.
1: That's okay. I liked my James Robinson burn. It, it was. It was uh, and his backup, Devin, uh, Divine Azigbo, who I believe is hurt right now. I,
0: divine Azigbo. <laughs> Funny that the guy with the name as important sounding as Divine <clears throat> looks like a turnip from Super Mario Bros. 2. <laughs> Can't be that fucking divine if you call a team called. It left a team called the Saints
1: to go live in Florida. <laughs> Uh, I said, Divino Zigbo looks like it uh, looks like Chad McBoseman out of his T'Challa costume. It's pretty good. Too soon? Whatever. Forever, bro. Uh, fullback Bruce Miller. Oh boy. Wow. Uh, uh, Fullbacks don't get a lot of love on this podcast because the fullback. More or less, it's kind of a dying position in the NFL.
0: But just, wow, what an angry-looking little ginger piece of shit. (laughs) He looks exactly as angry as a ginger fullback named Bruce should. (laughs) On top of his handful of domestic assault issues, he was released by the San Francisco 49ers after he drunkenly stumbled into the wrong hotel room and beat up a 70-year-old man and his 29-year-old son and then hammered, went across the street to a travel lodge, and stumbled around their lobby and outside area until the police
1: came and arrested him.
0: Wow. When you look at him, he looks like an angry piece of shit.
1: And That's because he is. And he is
0: not only angry, but a real piece of shit.
1: Yes. And somehow he has a contract because the Jacksonville Jaguars are that desperate.
0: Well, yeah. San Francisco's like, hey, you can't beat up your girlfriend and 70-year-old men. And Jacksonville's like, hey, bro, this is Florida. We do that before Thursday I mean,
1: We have Uncle Rico as quarterback. Who gives
0: a shit? Yeah. Have, you seen,
1: have you seen the guy we got?
0: The guy that the, face of the organization? Have you seen him?
1: Yep. Wide receiver. DJ Shark. Started off. <clears> off. <throat> um, so this is a fun
0: animal fact. You know, I work at the zoo. Yep. Uh, giraffes, just like humans, have seven cervical vertebrae. <laughs> the exact same amount. DJ has 11. He also has a skull that is the exact same shape as most tortoises. <laughs> uh
1: and the next one DD Westbrook.
0: DD Westbrook always looks surprised and I'm assuming he's surprised that
1: he that more people aren't beating him up for going by the name DD. Is <laughs> isn't it crazy how um the top 2 Jaguars wide receivers are named DJ and DD? D.? I
0: I think it's really just to help Gardner out. Yep. Like, he only knows so many letters.
1: Yeah. You know what the, you know what this two wide receiver's theme song is? DJ Chark D-D-D-D-D-D, DJ Chark D <laughs> That's
0: so corny and I fucking love it. Oh you. I, well I, done, I kept
1: that from last year. Well done. Uh next up, <coughs> Keelan Cole, what do you got?
0: Keelan Cole looks like if Donald Glover was as bad at being a receiver as he is good at every other thing he's ever tried to do.
1: <laughs> I, I'm really happy you didn't shit on Donald Glover there, because Donald Glover's the best. Yeah,
0: it's, it, as
1: much as you love Donald Glover, as much as you should just, like, not. He looks like Usher if his biggest hit song was I Guess, instead of Yeah. <laughs> that song was,
0: uh, probably, I mean, maybe... <laughs>
1: Probably, probably. <laughs> that was that to me. That's one of two ultimate club. That's two. One of two timeless club bangers. The other one is "Get Low" by Lil Jon.
0: I forget that you're ten years younger than me.
1: Yep. Uh, and Lavisca Chenault.
0: <clears throat> Lavisca Chenault looks like one of the Jackson sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he doesn't play with a disc. One that having Joe Jackson as a dad would have gave him. <laughs>
1: Uh, who else we got uh, I got Chris Conley do you have Chris Conley yeah you go first uh, Chris Conley looks like the guy schools book and tell kids is DJ Shark when they can't afford the real DJ Shark.
0: <laughs> that's great ah, um, so he famously wasn't really thrilled to be signed to the Jaguars um, who did he play but- for before I don't know I think he might have just been signed It's not important. Anyway, he wasn't thrilled to be signed to the Jaguars, but it beats the hell of his old job as a Wesley Snipes impersonator. (laughs) Though it can't be nearly as good as when he was the lead singer of Prince of New Jersey emo band Saves the Day from 1997 to the last album release of Nine in in 2018. I'd recommend 1999's Through Being Cool. I think it personally is their best album. But apparently being a late 90s emo band must have been really good for you because he somehow
1: not only got younger, but he's in great shape and has one hell of a tan now. <laughs> I just looked it up. Kansas City Chiefs. So that's understandable going from the Chiefs to the Jags Me like, hey, this shit sucks. Yeah. It's like Kareem Hunt going from the Browns to the or from the Chiefs to the Browns. Yeah. And we got one more wide receiver, Colin Johnson.
0: Colin Johnson looks like he's the high priest for the church of Mark McGrath. <laughs>
1: Sugar Ray reference. What's up, y'all? No longer on the charts, but always in your hearts. (laughs) Oh God, that
0: was the most DJ thing you've ever said to me. No, he
1: says that on. um, You ever? I I know, I know. He says that on his cameo cameo videos. I know,
0: I know. Uh, I wish I didn't know it. I wanted it just to leave it as that, sounding like a very DJ thing you said. But yes, I do. DJ
1: Drydick.
0: I swear to God, if I ever come to one of your DJ gigs and you do not call yourself DJ Drydick, now I'm going to be real bummed out.
1: Coming to Milano's and Dayton. If you, huh. you already came to ladder.
0: Yeah, that went well. <laughs> I literally had bouncers looking at me like, dude, please just don't. Like, there was like, no joke, two different bouncers at that, like when we showed up at that thing, that looked at me, looked at the crowd, looked back at me, and just kind of had that look in their eyes like, come on, man, just don't. <laughs> just, we know. We know
1: what's here. Don't. Yeah. Tight We're going to start with James O. Shag Hennessy. Uh, James he look, O'Shaughnessy
0: he looks like a kid from that movie with the mean drum teacher that yelled at him and threw cymbals and shit at him <laughs> like he just got he decided he was going to get real buff so he could go back and
1: beat up that mean teacher <laughs> and his backup we don't get to do this often but we finally get to do it now we're going to roast a former bangle what do you, you got no 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 you go first uh Tyler I.R. come on that's good word that's, play that is good. That's solid. Tyler I. because he gets hurt like a bitch.
0: <clears throat> Tyler Eifert. So uh, again, another bit of information. I don't know if you know this or not, but the name Eifert is an old Scandinavian term that roughly translates into "glass Kyle."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was really proud of that one.
1: That's really fun. Because he had that mullet. Remember when he had that mullet when he played for the Bengals? Yeah, yeah, he. uh, I liked everything
0: about the joke. I, I I loved it. I wanted to keep writing more, and I was like, nope, that's gonna be
1: it. That's gonna be all I say. Glass, Kyle. (laughs) That's really fun. Uh, Tyler Eifert's when he had his mullet, it was painful to look at, especially for him. But in all fairness, everything hurts when you're Tyler Eifert. (laughs) We're gonna start with uh, Jawan Taylor. Um, this is just an observation. I can't get over how his hair and beard are symmetrical. They're the exact same length of the top
0: and bottom of his face.
1: It's absurd. I mean, that's literally all I have for Jawan Taylor. I was kind of running out of steam a little bit. Um, what's the What's that um,
0: comedic actor's on the show, Blackish? Uh,
1: Anthony Michael Anderson.
0: Anthony Anderson. <clears throat> He looks like Anthony Anderson's inbred brother. (laughs) Like, he looks kind of like him, but if genetically something was off.
1: Yes. So It was just Anthony Anderson. I don't know why I said Anthony Michael Anderson. It was just Anthony Anderson. We're going to move on to offensive guard and lead singer of Caveman Shinedown, Andrew Norwell. I happen to think Andrew Norwell is a very handsome man.
0: (laughs) Is it because he looks just like me? Yeah, maybe. I thought he looked like
1: the lead singer of Caveman, Shine
0: Out. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I just, you know, that means I do too.
1: Yeah. Uh, back when he had long hair, Brent Smith has short hair now. Uh, but Andrew Norwell looks like the guy at parties who eats the acoustic guitar. <laughs> Andrew
0: Norwell looks like he's never had sex with a woman under six foot tall. <laughs>
1: It's really good. Also, fun fact about um, Andrew Norwell. I wrote my burn about Norwell at his alma mater, Anderson High School, in Anderson Township. I I was working there today. That explains a lot. Yeah. That's where I saw that uh, Biden likes minors thing. That was some bullshit. Um, The last guy we got to, the center, Brandon Linder. He looks like his true NFL dream job is field mower.
0: <laughs> Brandon Lender looks like if Ben Roswell or Ben Roethlisberger had raped someone in a Lender's chocolate factory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I mean, we didn't get to defense, but we'll we'll get to it next week. Yeah. But you know what? I think we got him pretty good.
0: I think so too. I was uh, I was proud of a few
1: of those. I was definitely the Gardner mentioned one is for sure going on Instagram. Oh, I thought it was gonna be the.
0: Glass
1: Kyle. I I like Glass Kyle too. I think Gardner Minshew will get more likes. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Because we're going to move on to. Predictions and bullshit. My prediction this week, it'll be. uh, My big prediction, it will have 20,000 viewers total. Uh, Aiming high, buddy. Aiming Aiming high. Aiming very, very high. My prediction, Bengals 9, Jaguars 8.5.
0: The other half is they give it to Gardner Minshew because his breath is so bad. The ref, the refs are like, stop. Just we'll give you if we give you half a point, we stop saying words to us.
1: Yeah, uh, Gar- I feel like Gardner Minshew is like trying to be football's Allen Iverson without any of the swag. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, it's like the 46-year-old man who learns how to break dance and goes to the club. Like, check
1: this shit out, girls. Oh, yeah. And they're all like, yeah, but no. But uh, the guy, the 46-year-old man that, like, collars his hair a different color every week, tries to fuck all the girls. I'm talking about a very specific man at Ladder 19. That... Right, but they're like, hey,
0: you're good at a
1: thing, but no. Yeah. Yeah, but my prediction, uh, like I said, Bengals 9, Jaguars 8.5. Player of the game, Joe Burrow. Um I'm going to say 406 for 410 for 410 uh, yards for 406 yards no touchdowns four picks and um what's your bold prediction? What's your bold prediction? Uh my bold prediction
0: Um, halfway through the game, someone kills Bobby Hart on the field. Okay. And they decide to put anyone else. I mean, just anyone else there in his uniform. And then the Bengals surge back
1: and win by 60 points. I I support that. Uh, realistic prediction. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals pull it off, because they are favorites in this game. I'm going to say... Bengals twenty-seven, Jags
0: seventeen. Uh, my what I had written down is twenty-seven, twenty-one. So I'm right,
1: right with you. Uh, I think I I did a Fanduel team this week. Uh, one of my players I'm looking out for is T. Higgins. I think because uh, they're gonna cover Green, they're gonna cover Boyd. Uh, I think that T. Higgins is bound to have like a Justin Jefferson type game. He could go for – I I feel like T. Higgins is going to have that game where he goes for over 100 yards, gets a touchdown, and he's on the cheap right now in fantasy and FanDuel. I'm going to go for him. I'm going to go for T. Higgins this week.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I think as good as Tyler Boyd played last week and the fact that you can't not cover A.J. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, either they're going to try and jump the gun and go after T or they're going to stay on Tyler Boyd and A.J. and T's going to have a field day. If not, then I uh, say Tyler Boyd has that field day it's gonna uh, it's gonna be whichever way they try to run that coverage, yep and uh if they play a lot of the zone stuff like they have been so far this year, I think that'll be good for us, yeah, given you know giving a little more cushion for those quick throws that you know burrow's gonna have to make with no offensive line, yeah. So the fact that they've been playing a lot of that zone, kind of giving people space and then tackling them after the catch, I think that'll work well for Burrow this week. Exactly.
1: I think. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, especially considering the fact that like they're just playing. It's like the equivalent of like a mid-major college game where you got like TCU going against like Coastal Can- Carolina, like Kansas State or some shit. The Jags are one and two. The Bengals are 0-2-1. Who knows what the fuck happened? happen. They could tie again. Yeah, we didn't even great. consider the op- the the option of a tie last week because we never do.
0: No, well, why would you? It's not supposed to really happen.
1: No, it, it never is. The Bengals have a lot of ties. They tied the Eagles. They tied the Redskins in 16. Now they're the Washington football team.
0: I, I really want... All right. So this is just a little fun thought thing for me. Okay. I want the Washington team to just go so off, because, you know, there's somebody who bought up, like, all of the websites. Yeah, that's and right. And all the names for all the things that were being suggested. Some guy bought all that shit up. and That's like, a
1: fucking baller move.
0: And he's like, oh, it'll be $10 million to even touch one of these. I want them to go the opposite direction and just be as ridiculous as fuck and just be <laughs> like, all right, fuck it, now we're the Washington pickles. <laughs> Like, they're a minor league baseball team or some shit. Like, I want them like third string hockey and fucking <laughs> Kansas. Like, just a, the most absurd name they can come up with. Just lean into the fact, like, all right, you didn't like what we were. All right, fuck, we're pickles. We're Washington pickles. That's so fucking funny, man. Also, the uniforms would be so dope.
1: Oh, exactly. Pickle green? Bruh. Fuck out of here. That's awesome. Uh, and finalmente, we didn't do this last week, but I got a couple. Plugs, what do you got? Um, nothing. I got nothing. New, na- like, mm. podcast,
0: New Dasty Boys, Thunder oh, yeah, Slime. Yeah, just the normal, yeah, Thunder Slime, uh, New Nasty Boys,
1: um, Puzzle Buddies, I think that's still a thing. It could be. I think they're more focused on Thunder Slime right now. Um. It's, fun fact, it's Rand's 800th podcast.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah. it's, it's one every month, it's fine. Um. Oh, and the Bastard Sermon. So yep, Cody your episode Huckerman, of the Bastard, yeah, Bastard yeah. Sermon. Well, just that podcast in general. Those guys are great. So
1: That's fun. I, I, was, I was on a bunch of podcasts recently. A bunch? I, I did a fair amount. I did uh, Nick Noble and Luke Fegenbush have a podcast on Pornhub.
0: That's fantastic.
1: It's so good. I'm on Pornhub now. And in the fun way, no, I'm not just the podcast way. Uh, my friend Charlie Milliken has a podcast. I did that recently. Uh, what is the name? I completely forget the name. It escapes me. Uh, finding the jokes. Uh, the Charlie John hour. That's the name of the podcast. The Charlie John hour. I did uh, he said with comedian Alex Schubert. I'm like, I'm semi-comfortable with being comedian Alex Schubert. I'm just Alex Schubert. The guy who happens to do stand-up comedy. Uh, I just... D- Kinda. Yeah, I'm definitely
0: not. Definitely.
1: Yeah, you're just a comedy fan, but you right, jokes. <laughs> uh, I also did uh Lauren Hutton and Luke Fagin Bush- Bush's podcast, "How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb,"
0: which is actually pretty fucking good. It's, it's pretty good.
1: Have you listened to it yet? I listened to one so far. It's I I loved my episode. We just talked about like bad shows I did, and did I ever tell you the worst set I've ever had? All of them. Can I tell you the, the, the worst worst set I've ever had? Sure. It was on Billy DeVore's staircase.
0: That sounds like a great place to start.
1: Yeah, go. Um, it was uh the fuck was it? It was at Bill it was oh, I was like nine months into comedy and Billy DeVore had a showcase idea where he was like, Hey, we're gonna do stand up on our staircase for all of Billy's family and friends. Did Tom Dustin headline it? <laughs> no, Stuart Huff did. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was me, I went first, I was gonna do 10, Seymour did like 15, and Billy ended up closing it out. I went up first, and ate the fattest dick I've ever eaten in my entire life.
0: And that's how Alex met me.
1: <laughs> yeah! No, it was fun. I mean, it was it's a, I hated it in retrospect, but like, the story's fun now. I told jokes that that were just so fucking dirty and unnecessary and not my voice. I think that's just a thing people go through. Yeah, it is. I have a I have a show coming up. Uh, I don't have a whole lot since comedy is not happening. I mean, it's like kind of happening right now, but I'm not funny enough to get booked regularly. But I'm kind of funny. But uh, October 23rd, Gabe Kia is doing an album release show at Chameleon. You boys on that? Right across the street, I can show up. Right across the street from where you are? So come on out and check that out. I've already texted a couple friends about that. Um, but October 23rd, I'll be at Chameleon, uh, opening for Gabe Kea for his album release show. I'll be, uh, I'll be a year older by that point, so. Yes, you will. It'll be, uh, when? when's your birthday again?
0: 12th.
1: October 12th? Uh, that would be probably a little under two weeks from now.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll do, like, a birthday episode. How, you, you're turning, what, 43? Why do you have to think about it?
0: Lily's about to be 18, so I'll be 38! 38! I have to add 20 to what Lily is.
1: Yep. Just do one plus two. But other th- other than your age, Lloyd, I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars! We like, like the Bengals! Wow man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.